I've facilitated over 300 roundtable discussions with senior design leaders from high-profile brands, many of which occurred during the pandemic that forced their teams to work remotely. As you can imagine, our topics have been variations on the virtual world of work theme. So it's no surprise that as the world begins to open back up, leaders everywhere are trying to figure out what return to work will look like. There are hundreds of articles on the topic, from very tactical ones that provide checklists for physical space considerations to endless survey results that generally end with, hey, people want to work when, where, and how they want. But a fascinating take on this topic came up in a recent Seattle Inside Out roundtable, which started out trying to answer the question, what can leaders do now to make return to work great? Instead of generating a list of things to do, these leaders questioned the entire premise and walked away with thought-provoking ideas that I cannot wait to share. Following your tips that you can use as your team and your organization attempts to plan out what's next. Acknowledge the situation. It's real that people are concerned by all the uncertainty around what's happening next and that they've gone through a lot over these past few years. So acting like this next phase is a simple, easy, and welcome change for everyone will no doubt alienate a portion of your team and make you seem out of touch. Acknowledging their feelings goes a long way towards showing that you care and understand their fears. It also gives you a chance to engage them in the discussion by pointing out that everyone can play a part in moving forward from here and figuring out what's next. Once you're sure they felt heard and valued, open the conversation. What is return to work? Change the language. Everyone's referring to return to work as though it's a singular, concerted event that will simply happen. The reality is that it's not a moment in time, nor is it likely that there's one physical place to which all a company's employees will return full time. So stop calling it return to work. It's up to leaders to help reframe the way people think about the next phase. And by using language that doesn't fit, you reinforce their trepidation about a future moment in time that seems blurry and out of their control. Leaders in our Seattle group suggested the evolving work experience as a clearer way to describe what's happening next and beyond, since it, since it implies that future change is inevitable, and it is. Create equity. As the work experience evolves, some staff will remain remote. Some will become hybrid, on-site, off-site workers, and some will go into an office space on a regular basis. In fact, some staff were never remote. With most humans yearning for the benefits of physical proximity to others, it's almost impossible to manage everyone's expectations and create a fair playing field, but it's important. Start those discussions now with your team and talk through what they believe will best keep them feeling connected with equal opportunity to grow. It's up to leaders to provide an inclusive, balanced work experience and ensure that location doesn't hinder careers or show a preference to those who gather in person. As an idea for your physical space planning, one inside-out leader suggests removing conference rooms or not using them for group gatherings that include remote workers as a way to level the playing field for both on- and off-site employees. Engage staff. Before you book that first chat about reimagining the work experience, be sure you're ready to meet people where they are using empathy and vulnerability to speak to their unique situations. One-on-one -on -one discussions are the best way to open that door, listen to their concerns, and share your own. 
Once you've made a real connection, encourage them to participate in building the next work experience and beyond, which can start today. Be clear that there's no one-size-fits-all solution, but that with their help, you can better represent their interests. Remind them why their job exists, to help customers, to solve problems, etc. To reassure them of their place in the changing organization and help them move past their fear to become successful, valued contributors during change. Provide transparency. To fully engage employees, they need to feel safe, included, and in the know. In this new VUCA world we live in, that stands for volatility, uncertainty, complexity, and ambiguity. A good way to do this is to model the behavior. Get okay with saying, I don't know, and position what you do know as a moving target. Here's what I know today, and when I know more, I will share. Lack of transparency erodes trust. Check out the link to this great HBR article on trust in the article itself and allows for misinformation to circulate unchecked. As one leader noted in our roundtable, information is power, don't hoard it. And there had better be a really good reason not to share information with your team or you will lose their trust entirely. Be human. Pay attention to how people are behaving and make time to check in, connect and address the humanity of the situation. Leaders can model vulnerability by sharing their own experience and concerns about the evolving nature of the work situation. One leader suggested revisiting Psychology 101, including Maslow's hierarchy of needs, to make sure that before you jump to growth mode, the top of the hierarchy, you know that the rest of their needs are met. Also, it's easy to forget people or simply assume they're okay when you're not seeing them regularly. So don't be afraid to over-communicate and check in frequently. Worst of all, don't be tone deaf as a leader. People are paying attention. And as the job market continues to improve, they will be less concerned about your return-to-work plan and more focused on finding another place to work. The bottom line, there will be no return-to-work moment where what work looks like is final, so stop calling it that. On the bright side, that's great news for everyone out there feeling the pressure to get it right. Leaders have an opportunity to transform the concerns of their staff into an entirely new way of thinking about the work experience, one that engages them in being an active participant in crafting the experience itself indefinitely. I love my job. Getting to meet such incredible leaders and provide space for them to explore, learn, and connect is complete joy. If you're a senior design experience or creative operations leader of an in-house team at a high-profile brand, and want to connect to others who share your unique challenges, let's talk. Our Inside Out community hosts virtual and in-person roundtables to support the learning and growth of our members, and I am honored to get to facilitate those discussions. This has been Stop Calling It Return to Work by Susie Hall. Hey, that's me. Thanks for listening.